it was zombies in the end. <laughs> of course it was. When the dead rose and the crash came down, humanity fared about as well as our movies expected. Society collapsed. Millions died. The survivors fled behind the rivers and mountains. The remaining nations built walls to save what they could, amputated the rest, and got about the business of trying to forget those they left behind. Five years later, the dream of 9 to 5 consumerism lives on in these safe zones, collectively referred to as the recession. Over the walls, it's possible to live in the old reality. The one where we are still top of the food chain. You weren't invited. In red markets, you play characters trapped in the loss, the massive quarantine zone abandoned to the undead. Countless refugees survived the outbreak, huddled together in self-governed enclaves, squatting in big box stores and factories turned into fortresses. But the recession will never admit this, because you're not worth breaking quarantine. Not worth the guilt or the effort. You're not worth anything. But capitalism can sell anything. Even you. The recession survives in a state of perpetual depression. Burdened by hordes of underemployed refugees. The only thing staving off economic collapse is the promise of the old world. To dangle the chance of relief in front of their slaving masses the remaining nations trade on the uncertain future of reclamation. The recession needs deeds and records salvaged, facilities recovered and beachheads secured, casualties counted, bounties collected, and evidence destroyed. And you, the abandoned, the lost, hold the monopoly on financial carrying. When the people of the lost need something, food, ammunition, antibiotics, they secretly trade with the recession. The poor bastards sent out into the wasteland to make the deal are called takers. Takers aren't willing to wait for reclamation. They want out now. And they're desperate enough to risk death outside the safety of their enclave if it means earning enough to bribe their way out. In red markets, you play takers and you earn the name. You take more than your fair share because you take on all the risk. You take out the dead, take back the world, and take care of your own. You take all the client's shit with a smile so you can turn around, take all their shit, and smile. If someone tries to stop you, you take them out. If there's profit to be had, you take a shot. And if you get bit, you've seen enough to know you take the easy way out. You're takers. Take it all, or die trying. Get to work. Red Markets is now on Kickstarter. Go check it out. And now, on to the show. Oh, hello, and welcome to Aldente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have No End House 2, Electric Boogle. Um, <laughs> See, for me, it's No End House 2, The House Inane. <laughs> <laughs> or it could also be no end house um attack the house no okay i'll leave yeah. i honestly would have preferred no end house 10 but they decide not to use binary <laughs> even yeah. about six other people would have preferred that yeah well and then they could have started in room 10 right where the last story left off that's maybe. true yeah. <laughs> It would have worked on levels, I'll give you that, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, it would have confused most people. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you not in the know, Creepypasta are short, scary stories that get copied and pasted across the internet, whether it be on threads or wikis. Go Google it. Um, and No One House was one we did back episode 15, um, and we recently got a... We've come a long way, <sighs> baby. <laughs> Honestly, I did actually listen to the, that episode. It's like, yes, we have. For one thing, I don't have a cold. <laughs> also, I was like really slow with. Or I was doing like precise, like every detail rundowns back then. Apparently, so don't expect that for, this time. You still do for the most part. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. They seem a little bit shorter nowadays. I don't know. Anyway, 
Because <laughs> um, you you're running out of fucks to give. <laughs> I think that might be it. <laughs> or it's like as I like to call it, we're streamlining. <laughs> yeah, that's what the, that's the that's the better word for it. <laughs> I, that's the corporate term. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're not firing you. We're downsizing. <laughs> you're being restructured. <laughs> uh, so Internal reorganization. <laughs> And you're on the outside now. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of our fans um, or listeners decided to send us an email recently saying, "Is like, hey, you should do the No End House uh, series. And I was like, well, actually, we did the No End House 1. And then I looked back at when it was, and I was like, that's a long time ago. Yeah, when I was typing this into a search engine, man, I was finding, like, No End House 4. I don't know if I, I don't know if that exists. No, I checked. I, I actually did look up. It's only, so far, there's only one, two, and three, and they're all by the same guy. The fact that there's three, man. The third one's actually really short, but I didn't want to do it on this one because this one's relatively long. Yeah. And we could do that one with something else, maybe down the road. Uh, but like anyway. No House 4. <laughs> yeah. Um, In space. Yeah. So as I found out, no so one it would be a no. <laughs> it just doesn't end. It wouldn't end. Uh, but yeah, the, all the No End House series are done by Brian Russell. Um, I'll be posting a link to uh, for his blog and his creepypasta entry um, in the comments in the description below. So uh, you can also check this out at Mr. Creepypasta and at Ghost Sickness. However, my only beef with Ghost Sickness is that he d- has no um, punctuation in in telling the story. He's like zero punctuation, like where he just, it's just a long stream of really fast, really quick um, reading. Um, so we'll just dive right into this. Um, so No One Has Two. Please hit the rocks. Please hit the rocks. <laughs> no One Has Two um, starts off with this, with Maggie, the girlfriend of David from the first story, um, wondering where David's gone because uh, he's been missing for a while. And she goes on to his AIM. Um, uh, messenger chat or whatever, and as soon as he does, um, Peter, the other person from the first one, is there asking David where he's been. And so she gets information from him about where he's gone. He's gone to this place called No One House, gets a perfect address from the guy so he, she knows where to go, and she finds No End House at the end of a road, a dirt road off, out of town. Um, and so she goes inside. The main lobby has... Um, the rules of the the whole contest thing, and then also has a secondary message in like blood or in red. Um, you won't save it's him. Handwritten in red. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, my assumption yeah. was that it was like you know like scrawled with you know like with your fingers. Yeah. As opposed to. But, I mean, maybe but, not. I don't really know, but, like, that creepy, like, you know, painted in blood. Yeah, that's know. what I assumed, but, I mean, we all know what assuming means on the show. <laughs> well, I honestly, well, I think that's a little more disturbing than just, you know, a nice little cursive <laughs> writing. You yeah. Know. You will not save him. Yes. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. So, she has a, mo- a moment of hesitation, and that's actually one of the things that she's going to have a lot, is a lot of, like, yeah. moments of hesitation. Should I stay or should I go now? Or, um, or, or a fucking week of hesitation. Or, yeah. we'll or, get or months. Um, <laughs> this first one was an hour of hesitation, yeah. where she was frozen. Yeah. So she was yeah. just standing there. Uh, no, 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 she wasn't just standing there. She was frozen. I'm going to take this literally. Because it doesn't say, you know, frozen with fear or... It's just, I was frozen. I was frozen today. Wow. We have come a long way. Freeze. Uh, I see. Anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to devolve into, into fucking puns and we don't stop. I think it already has, but okay. <laughs> so she goes through the first one and the second one, and they're just mundane, standard haunted house fare. Oh, um, oh, except and it's not the did I uh, when it's did I go through the door? Did I call the police? It's do I go through the door? Do okay, I yeah, call that would the work, police? Yeah. That would be better because it also seems like that's probably what he was intending to write, but somehow it got switched to did. Which unfortunately is a thing that goes on in this entire story is that there's just the odd word. Word is just not the right word. Um, but anyway, yeah, the first two uh, rooms are mundane. Um, they're just standard haunted house fare. The third one is this pitch black room um, with a spotlight on a table with a flashlight. Um, and there's a tag that says, to Maggie from management. Um, 
And in this room, we encounter our first supernatural thing or thing, which is this creature that's just out of sight all the time every time she tries to shine light on it. And there's this incessant humming that starts. And that humming goes throughout the entire story. Well, no, it comes and goes. Um, question, because I didn't listen to the fir- of the episode we did on the first one, and I yeah. certainly didn't reread it. There is no humming. Um, what about was management? Oh, was there? Okay. Hmm? Well, yeah, management was... Um, management okay. was there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's it does have continuity to the original story. I just, yeah... yeah. I didn't know. Um, no, yeah, that's fair. Because um, I could not be bothered to re-look it up. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, she she uh, she see, but she fi- finally finds the door that says door four. So she runs to door four, opens it up, and she's inside of a cave. But it's the floor is the wood paneling. So we're back in one of those rooms where it's supposed to be a different environment, but it's, it's the you're still in the house. Um, and so she, there's a torch on, there's torches on the, the wall, on the cave wall. So she picks one up and she starts going. Because she doesn't have a fucking flashlight Yeah, no, anymore. that's what I, that's, uh, like, where'd the flashlight go? Well, and the problem is, is that the first section isn't necessarily a cave. It just says, I was outside. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, oh, yeah, that's what I remember, yeah. She's like, I was outside. And then, and I then really there's like, walls and floor and, and a cave in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, anyways, she goes through the cave with her torch. Um, instead of her torch. Instead of her electric torch. And finally finds the end of the tunnel, because it is a tunnel. And it just opens up into a vast ocean. And this is I where... I know how to get back. I know how to deal with your uh, your thing. It's the mystery of the house. I was going to go with glass ceiling, but... No, no. It's like, I'm outside. I can see stars. I'm outside. <laughs> Now it's a cave. It's the house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so she gets the end of the the tunnel, and it's a vast ocean, um, 100 feet uh, beneath her, because she's suddenly on the uh, edge of a cliff. um, And the tunnel just immediately stops being there, and is now just rock face. So, And she looks down, and there's a rock formation in the ocean that's a giant five. So it wants her to jump, but she doesn't want to jump. So I was stuck there for weeks <laughs> in debate, um, um, and then the hum- a week. Oh yeah, a week, and then a, and then the humming showed up again. So rather than like she's she's more afraid apparently of that humming than jumping off. So she just jumps, and after again some more prolonged like oh like, sorry I sh- no you were right oh. after what seemed like weeks my my favorite part of that is I stayed there on the wooden ground for a while. At that point, I had lost all concept of time. (laughs) After what seemed like weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've lost all concept of time, but I'm aware of the passage of days. (laughs) Yep. I can't tell you what hour it is, but man... I don't know what concept... I don't know. I, I, I can't grasp the concept of time, but I'm aware of its passage. Exactly. But anyway, um, like I mean that that's two sentences back to back or you know front to back and like just, they just contradict each other completely. Yeah. So yeah, she jumps off, um, and after again, like when's she gonna hit the ground? When's she gonna hit the ground? Next paragraph. She doesn't hit the ground, but she lands. She just stops falling, um, and she's in the next room. And the next room is a sealed wooden room as far as I can tell because like all the walls and the ceiling are the same wood paneling as the floor um, and there's no doors there's apparently some kind of illumination because yes she can see how there's light but... yeah that's actually one of the things like it, it, they never mention that there's like a light there like no but it's just assumed this time no, oh, no this that's... time they mention I think no this... I think it's well, maybe it's okay, but they do address it. It yeah. does address it. Eventually. It does address it. Just yeah. should have addressed it with this one. Yeah. Um, and so she's trying to figure out where to go, and then suddenly the girl from the previous, the girl slash demon from the first story, uh, shows up um, and tells her that she ha- can either escape this place but sacrifice David or sacrifice herself and save David, and she chooses neither. And at that point, the demon girl just vanishes and in her place there is a table with a razor blade um and then when she goes to pick up the blade she notices that on her hand there's a six on her wrist yeah sorry on her wrist yes yeah um and so obviously they wants her to slit her wrist and that's the and the exit out of this room um i think it says that she's like got uh, an intense sense of depression and then she does it 
and then it's all gone. Like the depression is just gone the next in the next room because <clears throat> she just wakes up in the next or she just blinks and she's in the next room. Um, and I believe this one is that it's dark and save for a spotlight with um, uh, what's his name David uh, chained up, um, horribly like tons of cut marks all over him, and he's got a big was it seven? Yes, it was seven on his uh, chest, and so. She finds a knife in the room, and this David, who's been beaten up and all that, um, s- says that she has to stab him in order to get out of this room. And then she gets a text message from other David saying that it's not that's not him. So after some more hesitation, she stabs him and gets out of the room. <clears throat> and then wakes up in um, outside of the house. But she realizes she's still in the house. She's still... Within the uh, like inside the the spell or whatever of the house because the humming's uh, starting to show up again. So she gets another text message as she's running through the woods trying to find another number. Um, and it's from well, other David, I guess. You also missed the part where the blood from right, David. yeah, that's how she gets in. Yeah, sorry, yeah, she yeah. stabs him. The blood sucked seeps down, her. and then I don't know if it rose or if it sunk, sucked her down. Uh, it, it, it mentions it like quicksand. So yeah, yeah. but yeah. But anyways, yeah, she gets out through a puddle of blood, um, and then she's outside, and so she gets a message from other David saying her address, and then she remembers that her address has an eight in it, so she goes into her car, Which drives... you can't fucking... Now, here's my thing. Yep. Why isn't the lawn and the fucking road and everything, why isn't it still wood paint? That would have been really cool. That would have been fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been terrifying. Like, that, that would have just been a really fun image. Like, with all, like, with everything that's fucked up with this house, the floor is always the same. That would have been fun. But then, you know, you start that, and then we get outside for room eight, and yeah. no. It's yeah. not like that. Yeah, it's... You're, like, are you actually outside? Because I don't think you are. Yeah. Well, she, unlike David in the first one, I, I remember reading this one and then read, uh, went back to the first one. Uh, she definitely has a lot more, um, like, sense of, like, okay, I'm stuck in this house still. Like, whereas David was like, I'm out. Like, he or it was just, like, not pl- nonplussed by, like, oh, yeah, there's, I'm totally out. I'm not in the house anymore. There's the house over there. But in this one, she's like, no, I'm not. I'm still stuck in its game. Like, she handles it a lot more logically, I like, I think. But... Regardless, logically, in quotes. Um, well, she's using the logic of the house. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she get, drives home, um, finds the eight, opens it up. It's the exact version of her house, of her apartment. Um, and she goes onto her computer, and there's a video feed um, show from management showing um, her bedroom. But there's a operating table, and Peter is on that table. And some other people are there, and they start doing stuff to Peter. It's not ins- it's just insinuated cuz the per- uh, thankfully the person didn't want to go into gore porn <laughs> um about what happened to him. But suffice to say he got butchered. Uh so she goes to the room, opens it up. Sure enough the same things there. Um but there's a door at the end of the room where her uh bathroom was and it has his intestines stapled to it like a 9. Um, so she goes over and opens it up, uh, doesn't even pay no mind because it's still the house, so it's probably all illusion. Um, and she's seen, she's seen some shit today, uh, and goes through the next room and it's a waiting room, like at a doctor's place or doctor's office. And so she goes through, goes across and there at the door there is management. So she opens that door and she's in the lobby, except there's somebody actually occupying behind the... Um... So isn't she in room 10 now? No, it doesn't actually mention... Well, no, because she... Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, she's on, like, 11 or 12. Uh, yeah, at this point, she's in 11. I mean, she goes into her apartment. That's a room. That's like, eight. And then... And she goes into another room, which has the floor, but it doesn't have the nine until the end. Yeah. Yeah, and then... So, and then know, she has... She gets into the waiting room, and then she goes into... Like, I mean... It's a little convoluted onto, like, the mapping of this place, oh. of this hellscape. She's <laughs> being a dick. I know. <laughs> um... So, yeah, Lobby's there. Peter's there. He's apparently in charge. Management door. Yeah, management door. That's what I meant. He's Um, management. Yeah, he's management. And there must always be a management for the house. And she's just like, no. And she just pins him down and cuts him, slits his throat. Ending it all. Um, and or is yeah, it? Or is it? And then uh, as she gets up, she sees David outside the window of the house um, wan- walking away uh, down the road. And so she goes to, like, 
go see him and op- tries to open the door, but the door is locked um, and it won't let her out. Um, and that's when she notices on her chest there's a uh, a name tag that says management. So she is stuck as management for the house. Um, and that's how the story ends. So, oh boy. Yeah, there are some things in the story that... There's things I liked about it and there's things I didn't like about it. Um, the In the AIM conversation, when uh, Maggie's re- uh, reveals that she, uh, she's not... That it's her and not David to Peter. Peter's first reaction, uh, like while he's like just talking, it's just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, he did it, he did it, and then just blur- blurts out the 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 full address in detail, how to get to No Hand House mid conversation, uh-huh. and I felt like that should have been like like left till the end of the conversation, like her explaining that like he she was able to per- persuade him to not to give her the address rather than just kind of like oh my god he's he, what plot 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 like. It felt really forced to me, having it where it was, just kind of in the middle of the conversation. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't know, that part kind of irked me. Lots of minor spelling mistakes that really could have just easily been corrected with a round of reading editing. It. <laughs> yeah, with reading it or having somebody read it and then telling you what's wrong. Um, I was afraid this was going to be a, a carbon copy of the first story, because near at the near the beginning it was starting to feel like that. Like all the rooms, for to a degree, were starting to feel the same. Um, however, it did get better as like think like there were some rooms that were um, looked over. Like it seemed like he just did a rundown of certain rooms that he decided to keep as the same as the first one, and then actually went into some decent detail of or imagery for the ones that were different. See, I just because. Like the 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 boring, mundane, like first couple of rooms are just like glossed over. Yeah, and I feel like that, like if you're going, because the reason those rooms are mundane is to have the escalation build and build throughout the story. Yeah, but if you gloss over the rooms, then you're not building. You're just you're skipping the rooms. Yeah, you're basically. just kind of like okay, we've so been this already. If you're not gonna fucking do that. Don't have the rooms. Yeah. Or do it properly. Don't do this half-ass somewhere in the middle thing. Because by just glossing over it, you don't get the same... You don't get the right sense of, like, escalation. I mean, yeah, if you've read the first one, you know shit's gonna get fucking freaky, but you still have to... You still have to put in that effort. Yeah, like, and it seems like he was trying to make it like, oh well, if you read the first one, you'll get some of the stuff. So I don't have to write it down. And then, but you but, do. yeah, but yeah, as a it story, doesn't matter exactly. If, yeah, it doesn't matter if I've read it or if if I read the first one or if I haven't. You have to do it. You have to put in that effort mm-hmm. because if you're not putting in that effort, then you're lazy. Yeah, and if you're lazy at that, you're gonna be lazy at other shit. Yeah, and I will say and that. And if I catch you being lazy, I'm gonna look for your laziness and I'm gonna fucking pin you to the wall with it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the other issue I had with it was that because he skimmed through some of those spots, I found myself reading through this and kind of skimming through sections because it was all kind of familiar to me enough that I felt like I could just go through it. And then, like, I'd read chunks. I was like, okay, this is different. But then there were parts that was like, all right, this is the same. I do like how she also... I also do like how she was, again, a lot more, comp, a lot more like, logical about her situation. She wasn't just like... I guess I gotta do this now, or she was like, or was like, I guess I'm out. No, I'm not. What? Why am I not out? In this one, it was a lot more like, all right, I'm in this situation. Yeah, but then I'm still at the, in the room. same time, she's like, okay, she gets to the fucking cliff. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, okay, I know what I have to do. I don't want to, and do I know it. what's gonna happen, but I don't want to do it. It's like, but well, because there's still a fear factor there, because like that seems to be what that was. Was that she she has a fear of heights. She still has to overcome yes, that fear but of heights. At too. Every, but at every turn, she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. I just have to get to the next room. Like, yeah. you know, I know I know how many rooms there are. I just have to get to the next one. But she lays there for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Or at least what feels like weeks. Yeah. My question is, is where the fuck did she go to the bathroom? Yeah. How the and, fuck did she eat? Yeah. What yeah, did she drink? Yeah. Like, I mean... Like, She's gonna be hungry. <laughs> no, no, guys, guys, like you said earlier, it's the mystery of the house. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's it's a dumb like yeah like yeah. Why you don't use that descriptor to like take it for a long time? Yeah, just like, that is a fucking that that's not an that's, exaggeration. That is yeah. a blatant statement. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, is wrong as a reader, it's like all right. So she's been there for a couple of weeks apparently in her mind. I'm just yep. I uh, yeah. Um, 
But I don't know. At at every turn, she's just like, get to the next door. She slit her wrist. Yeah. Without thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but she won't fucking jump off a cliff. Yeah. Like, you you see the fire. Well, I think you know it's a door. You know what you have to do. So you jump. Well, I think actually, like, she hesitates at the cliff part, and that was like one of the first major, like, kind of. Um, obstacles she had, but then afterward, like, uh, did she really hesitate a lot after after the cliff? No. So but... you could it could almost be argued that like that was like what? No, because she's already been using logic, like the logic of just got to get to the next fucking room. Yeah. But then she, I don't know. It just seemed. Yeah. I it see seemed contradictory to every other reaction of hers. It like and it didn't have a reason to contradict those other things. We were never told of her like severe fear of heights until we get to that room. But. And if that had been if the, if that had been the case, and you know it was put into the story, like you know, I would have been okay with it. Like because I would have been like, okay, this is you know this is your fear of fears. So yeah, it is going to fucking like you do, you are gonna have to like fuck. I don't want to. No, I can't do it. Yeah, that would have been okay. But that's not the case. Yeah, because as it's far like, as I know. Yeah, like it had been mentioned earlier in the story, like before or even getting just to the at house. That, even even on I, the cliff face, I it was it, glanced at. Like it was like it was never passing. No, it's not said okay. that like this is my fear of like this is no. my okay. penultimate fear. It's just like oh man, I don't want to fucking jump. All right, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And it needs it's to have that just it. It's not. It it's not. It doesn't fit with all of her other actions. I mean, she gets she's on the front front fucking lawn and she's like, I'm still in the house. Yeah. But she's on the cliff and she's like, fuck, I can't get to the next room. <laughs> Yeah. Like, she literally has nowhere else to go. The only thing to do is just to jump. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. she's there for what feels like weeks. She never, like, tries to climb the cliff. She never tries to climb up or down. Yeah, she could have I mean, tried to climb down. Like, maybe she wasn't supposed to jump at all. She's just supposed to climb down. Well, I mean, yeah, like... Obviously, you're supposed to jump, but... It, it doesn't... You're the, like, again, it part of this is stemming from the fact that he used the word weeks yeah. but it's also just like just even if it was hours it would have been like why are you so slow on this why aren't you just doing it yeah like it took that hum to like finally get her it's like, I'd rather jump than like yeah. finally it's like I'd rather because jump than face every other point is. in this story our heroine is decisive and takes action yeah you know, like, she doesn't really want to stab her boyfriend, but she, she does. does pretty quickly. Yeah. You know? I'm pretty sure she wanted to slit her wrists with how fucking well, quick they do that. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, but at that one point, she's just fucking, I can't do it, so I won't, but I can't do anything else, so I'll do nothing. Like, that's that's not a train of thought for our main character. Yeah. I don't know, I kind of see it as her, like, it, it was her first major hurdle, and it was, like, that was kind of the, the tipping point for her being more decisive later on. I could see that, but... Again, might be I'm not even going to call it her first major hurdle, because, I mean, you got the... You, you had the black room. Yeah, but, I mean, that was still within the confines of the house. Yeah, that's this one was up, like, though. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree, but this one is just like, there's clear, clearly not in the realm of reality anymore. <laughs> You walked out of a room and you are suddenly in a cave and there is a vast ocean in front of it. There is no, you know, even uh, like and like even if you're like happen to be on, on the wood floor. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what even creepy is if like the 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 ocean had like wood paneling texture to it too? <laughs> or just yeah, that would have been too much. All right, fair. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. It it just it rang Wrong. off. Yeah. It was like no, this is this is not this is not a woman with a mission. Because that is what she is. She's a woman with a mission. Oh yeah, like she wants to save yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah, and well, yeah, for the rest. Of and I mean, I think she's... at that point she also she has two missions. She wants to save her boyfriend. She wants to get the fuck out of this house. Yeah, though so that yeah exactly. But yeah, but she know. knows. The, yeah, but she has like she like knows things are like not are off. So she like throughout the rest of it, she's just all right. Need to keep moving to the next room. Next room. <laughs> Um, Again, that would have been something that would have been better if it had been an escalation of things. Yeah. Because, like, it's only this one that she really fucking hesitates. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, like, hesitate, not hesitate. Like, 
she doesn't hesitate less as they go on. It just hesitates for fucking ever on this one. And then I'll fucking slit my wrist. I'll step my boyfriend yeah. after a hum and a ha. Like, yeah, like the the slitting wrist was something that you <laughs> would take you a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, especially c- coming from falling. But still, it's just injuring oneself. Yeah, there's a yeah. blade versus just oh, I'll not feel the impact. <laughs> when you jump off a cliff, you make a choice. You act for a second. And then, then you, you regret it. And then you can't do anything. Yeah. It's out of your hands. To slit your wrist, you come to a decision, you put implement to your, like, you put blade to flesh. Yeah. And then you have to go. Yeah. And you have to maintain that conviction. Cool. And there's pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's pain receptors going off, like, the whole time. So, yeah, like, two very different things, but... One took way too long for it to happen. (laughs) Well, mostly that with that one taking so long, the other one happens like... Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, What else did I... Um, Yeah, I mentioned earlier, it it seems to want to rely on, like, you having to read the first one, even though... I don't know, at the same time, like... I I don't agree with that, because I couldn't remember the first one pretty much at all. I mean, there were definitely some... Like, when she pulled up to the house and some of the shit, and honestly, the cliff, the cave and cliff and ocean room rang familiar to me, but that might have just been me. Because um, I don't know if that was in the first story. It was the forest last time. Okay, yeah. well, regardless. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there, was a lot, there were a lot of things that, like, I was like, oh, okay, I, like, now that I've read this sentence, I kind of remember this from the first one. Like, when yeah, she woke she... up outside. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really... Honestly, It's it works as its own story. Yeah. Um, I guess what I should have said was that it has a lot of callbacks to the first one. Because I do also mention, but at the same time, you can actually read this one, uh, I think, apart from the first one. In fact, I think this one actually probably would have been a better... Like, if, if, if any of them had to exist, um, this one would probably be the best one. Because I felt like this one felt a lot better than the last one. I, like I said, I can't yeah, really yeah. remember the first one, so I, I can't weigh in on okay. that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> How many times did we all disagree on each other in this, in this show? Also, what the hell was with that hum? Like, was it? Ju- I guess it was just. Was it just a narrative like signifier of like you're still in their house, or was it actually like like there never seemed to be a source to it? Like we never get an explanation as to what is causing that damn hum. It's just a just a signifier plot point. Plot point. It's point. been there for the original one too. Yeah. Was it in the original? Okay. Yeah. It, I don't, it, I don't remember. Okay. It's something. Basically, it just felt like something to heighten the tension. Like something's pursuing her. Okay. Yeah. Even though she can lay down for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Before it shows up again. It, it was the timer going off. <laughs> it's like you need to move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Or I guess it could be like one of those like little like those tones that pop up in like horror movies when the creature or when when the horror is starting to get closer, kind of thing. Um, and then I think lastly I had for is like yeah after going through our previous episode and skimming through the old story. Um, it does seem like this one kind of addresses some of the issues that we had with the last one. Like, listening to our our comments and co- critiques of the first one, a couple of the comments and critiques do seem to be corrected in this one, or at least looked at. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really all I got for it. Mikey, Leviathan. <laughs> all right. Um, well, my issue started with the first paragraph. <laughs> yeah. But not right away. I read the first paragraph, went down a bit, realized that it was his girlfriend. Something tweaked, and I went back to the first paragraph, and it said, I think it's very first sentence, it had been three weeks since I had heard any word from David. And then it goes on to say that uh, during the relationship, uh, the longest they had gone without talking was three days but that was after a pretty intense fight. Okay. And there was nothing out of the ordinary when they last spoke. So she's not that great a girlfriend if she can go three weeks. Actually, <laughs> actually, what it is is bad writing. Because <laughs> I genuinely like this character. Yeah. Def- I'm de- I definitely, like, I might not remember the first story, but I know I like her more than David. You do. 
I will, again, I haven't um, listened to that episode. Yeah, we definitely. And I think she's honestly episode. probably a, just just a fine <laughs> girlfriend, but the writing is yeah not making sense. Also, I mean, like, why, like, yeah. Three weeks is a long time for someone wait. to be missing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And only his girlfriend notices? Yeah. I'm betting lots of people are fucking noticing. I'm betting the police have been called. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised she hasn't been contacted at this point by the, for a missing person. By the police? By the missing police, <laughs> yeah. For, like, a missing person's like... Well, you're his girlfriend. You might know where he is. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's... Like, yeah, three weeks is way too fucking long for someone to have been missing. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't see you for three weeks with no explanation, I probably wouldn't call the police, but... You'd probably uh, send one of our friends I would ask a lot of people about you. <laughs> and I don't even rely on you for intercourse. <laughs> I don't rely on you anyway. <laughs> uh, moving on, Mikey. Um, yeah, and then the other thing that we've sort of touched on was the sort of time confusion. Yeah. Uh, which I found in the first paragraph. <laughs> like, just three, the first paragraph. Three weeks. Well, no. Or, it had been three weeks since I'd heard uh, when last talked to him. And then it's like, when I last, or, yeah, went, so, three weeks since she last heard from him. Yeah. When I had talked to him last, he just mentioned that he was going to check something out a friend told him about, but then I got a really weird text message the night before. Yeah, I, I, and I was like, I saw that, yeah. she got the text messages the night before her last conversation? Or last night. Or yeah. last night. And, if, yeah, and if yeah, it was that's... last night, it would have made a lot more sense in the wording. <laughs> yeah, but also, why did she only get it last night? Yeah. I don't... Um, yeah, I, I remember getting confused. Really, I don't way. understand why he's been gone for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it, it's... And I honestly think that this is kind of a problem that rears its head periodically throughout this. Like, she's in the, the front room yeah. for... An hour. Yeah. yeah. Frozen. Yeah. The, the, I mean... There's a lot of... Too, there's almost too specific timeline that you really... It's, really even, not, it, it's not that it's too specific. It's that it's too big. Yeah. Because we've got this one. Three weeks. We've got an hour in the uh, reception room. Yeah. We've got weeks on the fucking cliff yeah. face. Like, it's just... It, these are... These measurements of time are way too big. Yeah. Like, you know, an hour in a room? Like... With, with nothing to do, but you've got a mission. Like, it's not like you're waiting for someone to say, yes, come in. Like, you know, where you just fuck with your phone for an hour. No, you got shit to do. Go yeah. do it. It's not going to take me an hour to check out the next fucking room. Yeah. Just saying. Also, I don't really understand why she needs to have been drawn to the house at all. Because Peter has David. Yep. Mm-hmm. So why does he need Maggie too? That's a good idea because yeah, his whole like scheme by the end of this is that the house needs a ma- needs management or needs people. But he's got David. Yeah, he's the manager. Like, like is he getting tired of being the manager and wants somebody to? I, I place? don't. I, I I don't know his motivation at all. But if he's got David, why does he need Maggie? Yeah, it just. I'm a little. I don't have his motivation. Oh, he really does at not all. put up a fight at all by the end of this. Like he, like she just takes him out, like pins him down, and then like he's gone. He's done. <laughs> like there is no. Re- it's kind of an anticlimactic little like fight at the end between the two. Between well, the I episodes. wouldn't really call it a fight at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but like, yeah. that's what I mean. Like it's anticlimactic because yeah. it's like nope. <laughs> it's like the same thing. It's like oh, you must choose between uh, you or or David. It's like neither. All right, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Balance at your own fucking wrist. Yeah, I yeah. So much is just yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm real. Like I say, I don't know what Peter's motivation is in this. Yeah. Like, it could maybe be argued that it's inscrutable because he's not maybe not even human at this point. I don't care. But, yeah. Uh, also, uh, it could just be the house. Also, too. why can't Maggie leave the house? Peter can. That's true. He has a life outside of the house. I feel like retroactively making him the management is kind of yeah. kind of, of do it, that, yeah. 
stupid, especially when you make it so that she can't leave the house. Just saying. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, like... I do remember, like, when I was reading it... Really? Was, she like, just has a new job now. If she yeah. can if she can pull off what Peter's got, like, she can still, you know, have her time with David and, you know, have a life. I mean, she can't really go away to school, somebody. but whatever. She gets to kill people. Yeah, occasionally sacrifice somebody to the house. <laughs> yeah, she just has to lure them in. <laughs> Which, it seems like this house is, like, made up to be, like, a tourist trap. That's kind of what I got out of it. Was that it's like it's a haunt. Like it, it almost seemed like like at the beginning when like she goes to it, it like drives to it. It almost seems like it's like a, an established business, like haunted house kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, but that couldn't really be the case because no one knows about it. Yeah, and except for people have to rumors. be yeah. told about it to go to it. Yeah, but at like, the same time, like there's yeah, like there's signs up there and. Yeah, there's signs, but pe- yeah, in the stories we have, people have to be brought to it. Yeah, they Not, don't, just, they don't just fucking stumble upon it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what the fuck's the point of the signs? To help the people who are being, you know, coerced or tricked into going? It is just inconsistent. Alright, so we've touched on the, uh, the time inconsistencies and yeah. issues, which is a really big issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, 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 we've gone over the, I was outside, room four. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when there's walls and floor. And <laughs> but then suddenly there's a cave, so yes. you're not outside, you're in fact inside a cave. <laughs> yeah. And there's torches. What happened to my flashlight? Okay. Uh, do, do, do. And then the uh, the section where she's in room seven, mm-hmm. heading towards room eight, which is her apartment. Yeah. And she says, my complex was huge, but my apartment was one of the first ones on the left. And then she proceeds to pass by rooms four through seven on the way to eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, I caught that one, too. That one was... <laughs> so no matter how you slice it, she's at least three doors down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at that point, you're not one of the first. You're you're a few down. Yeah. Like, unless, you know, that hallway goes on for... It has no end. <laughs> no, that's the other one. Sorry. And that's another thing. This title is fucking wrong. There is an end to this house. It is the ninth fucking room that's the end over finito because yeah. you get your you, you get through all i guess it's like it's supposed to be no end is like you're not going to get out you're not going to get to the end but at the same time both our protagonists have gotten to the end and gotten some kind of reward at the end this house should be called clearly defined end house <laughs> yeah we have nine rooms you will go through them it will be over <laughs> yeah yeah, it's really and deceiving. just because, and just, well, it's not deceiving, it's wrong. And just because it, you know, it's supposed to, like, maybe it is supposed to imply that, you know, oh, you won't see the end. But the title says there is no end. Not that you won't get to it. Yeah. Semantics. And then, no, that's not semantics. That is wrong. Yeah. Right. And that's where the first one had a better ending, where it went from room nine... To a door that had a 10 on it that he steps through at the end. So he goes into the room 10, that's the end of the first one. Thus insinuating the no end. Yeah. (laughs) I hear you. I just, I liked the end. I thought it was a nice zinger at the end of this one more than the other one. But Um, yeah, seeing that, like, giving the nature of, like, the damn title, which is supposed to be a no end house, like, it's not mm -hmm. supposed to end at nine or after, like, yeah, okay, that one, that works better. But, I don't know. I still liked yeah. this one ending better. So. Well, yeah. And then, looking through my things, uh, I am sort of a fan of the kill the monster, become the monster sort of aspect. Yeah. But not when it's a person. Yeah, like, <laughs> again, like, like it, oh, it, it goes I, back to, like, why was Peter suddenly yeah. the enemy in this? Or, like, the main, yeah. like, the mastermind. Or, so, maybe not mastermind, because that's a little too much. The big question is, did she become a heroin addict as well? From killing <laughs> Peter, yeah. who was clearly defined as a heroin addict at the beginning of the first one, first one, and didn't need to be clarified at all in the first one, because <laughs> it added nothing to the story. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. Yeah. Yeah. 
And all in all, it's a happy ending. David gets away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. It actually is a happy ending for the first... For the first one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does get away. Well, and I mean, really, it's a happy ending for the house, too, because it gets to carry on in its continuum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really, it has management. Mm-hmm. And honestly, hey, she's employed. It, it's a new, yeah, it's, well, yeah. it's a new career path for our heroine here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's actually a very touching ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much my notes. All right, Leviathan. Anything else to contribute aside from what you you have been? I think honestly, this story really just smacks of inconsistencies and laziness. Mm-hmm. Um just all over, like, the inconsistencies with what's going on and time, and, you know, it's not, it doesn't necessarily feel like the same fucking character from room to room, um, and, like, yeah, there's some consistency, like, there's consistencies with the first story, but within this one, there are lots of fucking inconsistencies, and just, um, like, this thing needed to go through a fucking basic edit. Um, like and the, that's where my laziness comes in. Like just the wrong words, and yeah. it's so fucking glaringly obvious. Um, mm-hmm. Like when the, he sees the little girl, and there's the demon in behind, and the demon is covered in air. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's supposed to be hair, but your job as a writer is not to leave is to leave that shit not in. Like to exactly, fix that yeah. shit. Um, and. Again, the laziness comes from, like, the first couple of rooms, which take, like, no time yeah, to get through. Yeah, it's like a less than, a, like, a paragraph. There's two, no... Well, you can't have less than a paragraph. Yeah. <clears throat> right, yeah. Paragraph <clears throat> two, yeah. But it's, again, like, not bothering to go through that escalation. I mean, just because it's a sequel doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Um, and the ending is just so fucking, let's get this over with. Yeah. You know, like, oh. Fuck, it was Peter all along. Yeah. Out of the yeah. blue. Like, completely out of left field. There's no... Yeah. And I this mean, is the thing, kind of this is the thing that another edit could have done, is she could have... He could have gone back and put Peter... Like, maybe put some indication that it was Peter at the start. But, you know, that's just, yeah. like, laz- like, lazily just half-assed, yeah. slapped on the end. There's no... Excuse me. Um, the confrontation is like <laughs> worth a it. few verbal exchanges and a moment of violence. Like there is no actual conflict. Like, did he bring her there to replace him? Because she had to kill him to replace him. So that seems like a shitty deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't understand why we don't get an explanation as to like, man, I've been doing this for fucking decades. I'm done. I like, you know, like yeah. she doesn't slit his throat and then he's happy. Like yeah, he's there's he no smile on his face. Yeah. You know, like he didn't put up a fight, so maybe it is what he wanted, but it's just it's I'm at the end, I can't fucking think about it. I don't wanna you know, yeah. I'm just gonna fucking get it out and Again, put it up. The faulty of a lot of creepypasta writers. A lot of writers. Out. Yeah. Okay. A lot of short story writers. And just pump them they out. just they just want to get it done when they get to the end, and this is something that I've said before. When you get to the end, if you're fucking, like, I mean, just read what you've been writing, and if you find that you're doing that, then fucking take, like, because when I read, or, sorry, when I write, I know, like, I, I can see what I'm writing down, not the words, I can see the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I, like, if I get a couple of paragraphs, and I go back and I you know, go back, I read a couple of paragraphs, and if I read it, if I don't read what I see, then I've got to fucking take a break, come back when I've got the patience for it, when I've got the energy for it. Yeah. You know, when I want to get it all out, because honestly, there's there's no point if you're not getting it all onto paper or, you know, screen, whatever. Yeah. It's, and this is what people need to do, like, I don't care if, like, man, I've got this one scene left to write, and then I'm done it, if you have to fucking, you know, go to bed and come back at it tomorrow, or go eat dinner and come back at it after, or whatever break you need to take, like, 
go take it, then come back. Because if you don't, you're doing a disservice to you, you're doing a disservice to your story, and you're doing a disservice to anyone who's reading it. And this story is just, it's probably the worst example we've had of this in a long mm -hmm. time, where it's just like, I've got to fucking end it. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if it makes sense. I don't care about the pacing of it. I don't care about anything except getting it done. I don't care about anything except for typing wow. the end. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually something that occurred in the first one as well. Like the ending is a paragraph of explaining the character laughing on his way back to his house, where there's this door with a ten. Yeah, <laughs> and it it just seems quick and. Not as thought out. I was like, well, how do, the heck do I get to the tenth door type thing? It's just a, I want to finish this and exp explain that there is no end. <laughs> yeah. So, but this one where the uh, well, where the other one had the ten, so it continues on. This one just sort of, oh well, let's actually end this with something happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and I mean, don't get me wrong, I like that difference because otherwise it would have just been, been a, redu a completely redundant yeah. thing. Yeah. But I mean, like, could have gone into some fucking description of David, like, did David look like just a norm, like his normal self walking and leaving? Or did he look fucking haggard and bloodstained and beat up and shit? Like, just, there's so much at the end that isn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, like, I don't hate the, I don't hate the, you know, like, oh, you know, kill Peter, now I'm management, like, oh, fuck, cycles. Yeah. I didn't hate that, but everything else about the ending was just rushed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to probably seem like Jello at the end of this. <laughs> um, because, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm like, like, we've been like talking about like the, uh, the plot holes and all that stuff for this. Maybe it isn't. This one isn't the better one. Like it seems to like definitely fix. Pro like I noticed, like it was definitely fixing issues I had with the first one. But then now we just we've literally just revealed like a shit ton of shit that it did on in the process. Like it made new holes or it made new like um, like questions. It made different to be mistakes. Yeah, it made yeah. new mistakes. Like um, again, g giving us a villain like codifying a villain from a previous character. And, like, when I first read that, like, Peter, like, was there, it's like, first off, like, two things came up. It's like, first off, I was like, and that explains why, maybe that explains why he gave the address so quickly and willingly in the beginning of this. Um, and the second one is like, didn't you just die in the next last room? Or the room, two rooms ago? <laughs> Weren't you on that table? Well, yeah, but that was it's the hand. House. Just like when she cut through to get to seven, yeah. it wasn't Peter or David. Or yeah. So... Yeah, like, we didn't, like, it. we need, to, I guess we need more information about, like, why, like, if you're going to give us, oh, there's management, and here, Peter's management, we need to know a little bit more about why he wanted more people into this house to get to the end of No End House. Um, like, is he, did he need a steward, and that's why? Or did they need, like, people in the house for some reason, like tenants? Yeah, like, there's only, like, we only see the one person for management, and it's Peter. And then, like we just, you guys just said, I'm not going to repeat it. Um, this, there's a cycle, but mm -hmm. why? <laughs> and it's the, uh, for this one. I feel like, like after listening to you guys and like reading the story myself, thinking on it, it's like I don't really want. I want. Like, I feel like this is a question that really should have been answered because it shouldn't be left innocuous. Yeah, it, it's not. It, it's yeah. It's. It seems like it's an important part of the lore. Yeah, and that seems. But to be it's what... not stated, yeah. so it's not important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like that demon girl is the same per is, is the same one from the first one. So like, See, there's now, that. It there. seems like she's managed, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she yeah she like pops up every uh, uh, like and then that's it. <laughs> pops up in one room, does her spiel and does her thing, and then that's it. Like so, she just. Another traping in within that within one of the rooms, or is she actually something behind all this? But again, then we get Peter, and it's like, why is Peter? And then it was like, why was Peter? Like, this is what happens when people cheat, and it's like, then they kill Peter, and that's in that uh, on that operating table. But then he's management. What? Like I said, yeah, inconsistencies. A lot of inconsistencies in this one, or all new inconsistencies that uh, when they were uh, amidst trying to answer issues that were from the first one. So. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't. I guess I don't. I guess this one isn't the best one. It is the better one. I think. 
part of why you thought that, though, is because I think Maggie is way better than David. I will give you that. She has a lot more... No, like I said, I don't really fucking remember the first one. Because, I mean, that's probably almost two years ago at this point. Um, And I didn't bother rereading it because if I've got to read one bad story, I don't want to read two. Um, Save that for the new game. And... (laughs) Um, but yeah, I liked Maggie. Yeah. I genuinely, like, appreciated her approach to this house. It was like, you know. She had a mission. She had a goal. Exactly. Whereas the other guy was just like, I'm just here to, like, there's no way this room, this place can be real. And it, it felt like a dream. In the first one, it felt like he was, just, like, he thought he was in a dream or something like that. In this one, she knows she's in a supernatural situation, and she just knows, but she knows she has a goal. If she can get yeah. through the gauntlet. She's I've in got the nine rooms to go. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's do it. Yeah, and her character and her like again like aside from the 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 occasional like rep- repetitive um, wording for like to signify she's hesitating and that again that big leap of hesitation at the very beginning she has like like she's just stab slip <laughs> run yeah. to my car get it find my dress go to my dress <laughs> like she's always like she's super goal focused like all right where's the yeah. door to this room. <laughs> For the most part, she's always in motion, um, except for a couple of times when she isn't, but that's, I'm blaming that on inconsistency in writing, not her person, like, not this character. Not the person, yeah, because... Yeah, because somehow the character that the writer created is less to blame than the writer, like... Yeah, but, well, <laughs> like, his, like, he wrote enough of her her personality and character in the story that his other parts of the writing kind of fail, like, in, yeah. it's just in comparison. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I liked Maggie, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the story seems, like, I, I, I can't really say if it seems weaker than the other one, but... It doesn't. It, has, it wasn't. It, it wasn't yeah. good. It wasn't good. Like just from ignoring the first couple of rooms and fucking bloop, they're there. Yeah. Um, and the ending just kind of happening. Yeah, it was just like what. <laughs> and um, then <laughs> yeah, just so much stuff like that. It just yeah. This one, I don't know if it's not as good as the first one, but. Apparently, I recommended the first one, and I don't really yeah, you, like, recommend you, you, you this nitpick, one. Yeah, you nitpicked a lot. We we did the same kind of nitpicking stuff about it, but then when I um, asked you, well, you it's still it, kind oh, of a cool idea. I still yeah. like the idea of the the rooms of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I I might actually recommend this one because I do like Maggie that much. Yeah. But at the same time, story wise, I can't recommend it. But descriptions and, like, the character-wise. Uh, it's the inconsistencies and shit that fucking just yeah. put the nail in the coffin for me. Mm-hmm. But, I dug Maggie. Yeah. Aside from her name. I hate that name, but <laughs> sorry to any Maggies out there. I just don't like your name. I'm sure you're a wonderful person. <laughs> 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 Alright, so, I mean, we've talked a lot. Um, I guess it boils down to recommendations. Um... This one's hard because like, I want to kind of recommend it, but I like if you've read the first one, you might as well read this one because it does have a continuity to it. The, the character Maggie is really cool, um, and this, the new some of the new descriptions are as good as some of the descriptions that were were in the first one. So, yeah, I'll recommend it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off until because I'm assuming we're gonna do the third one. So I'm gonna hold off on saying whether or not I recommend this till I know how good the third one is because it might be worth going through this to get to that. However, <laughs> if the third one is even worse than this, then you might as well just stop at the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, again, like, the first one had a lot of really good description to read. And, like, you apparently, yeah. like, based on that recording on that episode, which is episode 15, um, you, like, legitimately apparently said, you st- you state that you enjoyed reading the story. <laughs> so Re- Reading it to get the visuals. Yeah, to get the visuals of it. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still, I don't know, when he spends time on a room, I get a, I still get a great mental picture. Yeah. Um... Like, I I loved the cave mm-hmm. with the fucking wood floor. Like, I can see that perfectly. Yeah. Um, you know, I can see the fucking the sea that has no end and the fucking rocks in the shape of the five. I can see it all really well. It's, he gives me just enough description that 
I can fill in all of the blanks, but I don't feel like I'm doing his job for him. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm still going to give him points for that, but, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm, we're going to see how the third one is, because I know we'll do it now. Yeah. Um, now that I know that these sequels exist. Um, and, it's all by one guy. So it's And like whether or not I will actually recommend this one, because... All right. So maybe I have to do that one sooner rather than later, so that people won't be left in suspense. What? What did Leviathan recommend? Did he recommend it or not? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's not the worst, and Maggie's good, and you know, it's just the laziness. Yeah, the laziness. Yeah, is like skimming through. It's me. like, oh well, like there was this, and then this, and then this happens for reasons. And yeah, then over and <laughs> like the complete and utter lack of like a good edit. Like, running through spell check is not editing yeah. people. No, you need to have somebody sit down. You, either you or somebody. You end up with know. the wrong fucking word, yep. but it's spelled right. Yep. <laughs> You're covered in air. You're covered in air. Covered in air. Covered in air. I've gone Honestly, like, Did that bug you at all? Like, actually, I'm curious. Like, the, the, repe- the constant repeating of words just to, like, try and insinuate, like, that she was, like, it was, she was becoming more manic at those times or being hesitant at those times? Like get it? I, I was like, I, I just want to draw. I just want to hit the rocks. I just want to hit the rocks. Just want to hit the ro- like I like that. I don't really know what you're talking about. It didn't bother me though. Okay. I just remember reading. it, I was like, like I understand what um, he's doing. It just seemed like the rock one. Honestly, there's other ones. But yeah, that's the um, one that one to, to me sounds like it's really just Trying showing how long she's falling. Yeah. Because you have enough time. Like, don't get me wrong. You think really goddamn quick, but if you've got enough time to think, I just want to hit the rocks. I just want to hit the rocks. You're falling over for and a over while. again. Yeah, you're not like you're not falling twenty feet. Yeah, you're not falling. You know, thirty feet. You're you're falling a good long why. Yeah. And while I was starting to say while, but then I said why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. It didn't. I wasn't bothered by that. I was bothered by a lot of other fucking yeah. things, but not that in particular. And Mikey? Uh, well, I'm going to go and recommend the first one based on visuals, and then I'm not recommending this one based on, A, the ending, how quick it was, and B, just how it goes from jumping off a cliff to slitting one's wrists and the Jumping off the cliff takes forever, and the sling one's wrist just bam done. Yeah. Um, it just the inconsistencies. <laughs> yeah, the inconsistencies, and to have the sudden mental ability to do yeah that act. Yeah, because uh, I, I do remember like be- right before like that, she was like suddenly filled with like a, an intense depression. But, yeah, like, well, but, that's, but, that's, but then it fleets, and it's like so. Wait, was that just like the house trying to control but, that? But yeah, but we don't exactly. No, I know. That. And the problem is, if the depression is intense enough, she's not going to want to do anything, yeah. let alone slitterists. Yeah. Because she's mm-hmm. just, I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's anything. Not, yeah there is a difference between <laughs> depression and suicidal like, tendencies. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that she has to do it to get through her, to get to the next room, yeah. should be what motivates her to cut her own wrist. Yeah. Not a depression. Yeah. Because... You're utilizing a very serious thing that I'm gonna just gonna come right out and say it pisses me right the fuck off. Yeah. Um, for no reason, with no real purpose. Like, you, and you're just glossing over. Like, oh, you're depressed. You want to slit your wrist. Yeah, like that's kind of what. Well, it is you like, know what? That's not really it. But that's not really why she probably would have done it. But. And I, I feel but like it can't, but he yeah, used no, that I word. And like I feel like he he did it like without researching what exactly that shit does. Like again, he was uninformed when he used it. I think maybe. Regardless, yeah, he was yeah. using he was taking something serious yeah, and no. using it very quickly and inappropriately. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah, I could have fucking held it against him. I choose not to because. Yeah, yeah. I choose two. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want my synopsis? Go for it. Yeah, you're, I've done my. I did my lengthy rundown, which apparently, yeah. But yeah, so then you'll see your rundown, a quick synopsis of the story. Yeah, one sentence. Uh, crazy bitch gets promotion and becomes a heroin addict after being dumped by boyfriend. <laughs> And with that, we'll just end the show. (laughs) 
Um, so if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below, wherever this gets posted, where the Beyond Kiwi 6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. We're on iTunes, so leave us a review. That would be awesome of you. We're both on Twitter at Dr. Leviathan, the review cultist. Um, and you can send us an email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com, where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. And if you'd like, you can donate. Go to cra- uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com, where you can check out all the title cards for each episode. And on the side, there's a little donate button. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. covered in air. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, you're hideous because you're covered in air. Yeah. <laughs>